Approaches. Blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, they can't hold a flame against you, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, got the game, it ain't no issue, blowing the whistle, I had enough with you, the championship, it is gone, ain't listen to you, I can't give it to you, cause you don't know what I've been on, this is the coaches, podcast, ripping up everything, off that, What is going on, everybody? Welcome back into the Fantasy Coaches Podcast. I am your host, as always, Coach Steve. Unfortunately, guys, the rest of the crew could not be here today. Coach John and Coach Jibs both out of today's action. Don't worry, they're okay. Uh, they just got other things to do today. So I'm, I'm making a solo performance today. I don't know why my name is D, but that's what it is today. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Like I said, we're going to keep this pretty short waiver wire segment here. We're going to go through some top fives. We're going to go through some cuts and keeps, and we'll get to some more other positional waivers at the end. Uh, so let me get through the news, and then I have a real special fun treat for everyone uh, after I get done with today's news segment. So let's get into some news, guys. All right, guys. So some fantasy news. That was going on through this week five. I was at the, actually at the Dolphins game this weekend. Really shitty weekend for me, obviously. Big Dolphins fan. Uh, definitely hurts having to lose to the Jets, but it is what it is. Uh, in terms of fantasy, uh, some things were going down here. Start off with we had a bunch of players leave games with injuries. James Conner, rib injury. Darrell Williams, knee injury. T. Higgins, ankle injury. Left pretty early in that game and with a zero outing. Many fantasy owners were not thrilled with that. <laughs> Dalton Schultz left with a knee injury. Christian Watson left with a hamstring. Teddy Bridgewater, head injury, concussion, out for the game. Tyreek Hill, foot injury late at the end of that game here. Should be okay, though, for based on the reports I've been seeing today. Uh, Damien Harris, concussion, left him out pretty early in this game as well. Chris Olave left about halftime for his game with a concussion, and so did Pat Fryermuth. Uh, now, Baker Mayfield was seen lead, leaving the game yesterday in a walking boot. Uh, there's still he's trying to get second opinions on it there's still some things going on again Baker really wasn't fantasy worthy but uh, early on reports is that uh, that they're they're gonna have a quarterback switch for for week six here unfortunately it's it's not gonna probably be Baker Mayfield and I can't think of the quarterback's name off the top of my head oh god PJ Walker guys so he might be starting for the Carolina Panthers in week six we'll talk more about that on Wednesday if on Thursday for the start and sit show if that is to come about Obviously, Matt Rule got fired from the Carolina Panthers this weekend, probably for the best, because how do you have DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey and not use them to the best of their abilities? Uh, so uh, he's done at a one and four start this season, has not done anything over his four years in Carolina. So Matt Rule is gone. Steve Wilkes is going to fill in as the interim head coach. Uh, and then obviously the biggest uh, fantasy takeaway news is obviously Rashad Penny, who was having a pretty decent season. Uh, fractured tibia is done. I haven't had a chance to update this, but is done for the season here now. Uh, Kenneth Walker will take over those starting duties. Uh, again, we're going to be talking about Kenneth Walker in just a little bit here. But, yeah, definitely a major bow for Rashad Penny, losing him for the season here. I don't know if, you know, he's ever going to really ever be a guy that actually plays 16 games at this point. Uh, if you have him in Dynasty, I just trade him away, thankfully, uh, just when he started getting hot. And I'm really thrilled about it. But if you have him in Dynasty right now, it might not be great because I don't really see him ever coming back to be a guy that you trust for an entire season. So, uh, yeah, definitely a major blow to someone's fantasy team out there, obviously. 
Definitely a big blow for the Seattle Seahawks, who are playing much better than many people expected, but his season is now over. All right. So uh, before I said, guys, we have a special, special uh, take in today, guys, before we get into the, the nitty gritty. So I created a dynasty league uh, based off someone that uh, I helped me with in another league that I'm in. And it's called basically the race for the infinity stones. If you like Marvel, uh, it's a pretty cool thing uh, to, to know about it. Uh, basically what it is, is like, if you watch the Marvel comics, uh, you know, they're trying all the, the comics or the TV movies and stuff. People, they want to get the infinity stones. They want everyone wanted the stones, mostly Thanos, but people wanted these stones. Uh, so we created a league where you do certain things and you acquire a stone and each stone actually does something really cool. You know, the time stone, this and that. Um, and this is the first chance that at this point, anyone actually will have a chance to actually get a stone tonight. Uh, basically, one of our rules was that any every, the, the team with the highest points forward after week five will receive a stone. So I'm going to put it on the show here tonight for the fantasy coaches, even though it's not part of the fantasy coaches. But if you guys just bear with me for like 20 seconds, uh, I would really appreciate that here. So uh, we're obviously here live now. This is it. It's different kinds of stones. And we're just going to spin it. Ah, the worst stone possible. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Obviously, not the stone I'm sure a lot of people didn't want to see, but it is the stole stone. All right. We are done with that now, guys. So thanks for all tuning in here. Hey, hey Kyle, what's going on, man? Started a little late today, went golfing after work today. Oh, I didn't have work today, but went golfing today, so I appreciate that. The stone cold proof on the live stream. Yeah, yeah, to make sure you had proof. Absolutely. So uh, hopefully your stream goes well, guys. Uh, Kyle, so thanks for tuning in, brother. If I can catch, if I finish up quickly, I'll tune into yours at the end here, my friend. All right. So thank you guys for bearing with me for that for like the last 30 seconds here. It's going to be the Stole Stone for one of my Dynasty league dynasty Leagues. If you ever want to try it, just hit me up on uh, Twitter uh, at Coaches Fantasy, and I'll kind of explain how the whole league works. It's pretty cool. We had a little tweaks that we had to deal with here, but uh, next year... Uh, no, I'm not in Florida. That's John. I'm in Jersey. It's actually a nice Jersey day, 60 degree weather. Uh, so I got a little golf in today with coach Jibs, but then he had a dinner plan. So, uh, that's why the show is a little later than usual out uh, here in Canada. Close is uh, closed oh, this weekend. Damn. Sorry to hear that brother. Hopefully they open back up, man. All right. So let's get over to some of the topics of today. Obviously what we're going to do is our cut and keep segment here. So I have a couple of players. Ah, just because I'm a Dolphins fan now, I respect it. Just the Jersey guy who loves the Dolphins. That's all it is. <laughs> all right, guys. So let's get back to the main topics of today. Uh, keep and cut segment of today's show. Basically, just go through some players who are really doing not well in fantasy. Is it time to cut or keep them? And some of them are bigger names. So people who have these players might want to know, should I just cut my loss with them and just let someone else deal with the issues? It's possible. First up is Zeke Elliott sitting at RB33. Now, with Zeke, it's, it's pretty hard to want to cut Zeke because he's uh, he's not producing, but he's got that name value. So I don't know if you can cut him just yet. If he continues to perform like this over the next, I'd say, two more weeks, I think he could end up being just a cut candidate at that point. I would still want to use him as a package to get another player uh, in, in your drafts going on, your drafts, your leagues going on right now. I would, if you want somebody, put someone in there and maybe throw in Zeke um, and then do it that way. And that, that's the best way I could see it right now. But I would hold on to Zeke just a little longer. Next up is Chase Edmonds, RB38. He's obviously being completely outworked by Raheem Mostert at this point in the season. Again, Raheem Mostert is someone who doesn't stay healthy. So you might want to hold on to Chase Edmonds. But if you're looking for a spark and you just can't handle it, 
I mean, he's had one game over 10 fantasy points. I think if you wanted to cut him for someone who had possible more upside uh, in an offense, maybe some guys we might talk about later, I think you could cut Chase Edmonds. I just don't see them getting the run game going, and I don't think Edmonds is going to be a big factor in that. Cam Akers sitting at RB53 through five weeks now. Uh, Yeah, this is pretty tough right here because obviously Cam Akers was a guy who we probably drafted in the first six or seven rounds. So at this point, he's probably a major bust for your fantasy team if he's if he's not contributing whatsoever. At this point, he's being clearly out snapped by uh, Darrell Henderson at this point, if I'm not mistaken. I think he only had thought 31% of the snaps after Henderson saw 57% of the snaps. He's not really seen a lot of work on this offense so far. He just won game over 10 fantasy points. Uh, and he's seen double-digit carries in five, th- three of five games, but he's just not seeing the work, and he's not seeing any receiving value in his game here. Again, a guy who like I want to trade because there's the, the name value of him, uh, but he's getting close to being a cut candidate in my own rights. If you're looking for a more of an upside play, I, I would eventually go in that direction. Brandon Ayuk sits at wide receiver 48 right now on the season here, and Brandon Ayuk has really been very, very poor in terms of fantasy production here. We thought with Jimmy G back at quarterback that, oh, maybe his production will pick up, and it's really not. Uh, he had those two games in week two and three with eight targets, but then ever since then, it's been four and four, and... Again, he's had a juicy matchup next week against the Falcons and maybe a shootout potential or comeback potential with Kansas City Chiefs. So maybe there's some hope there. But I think if you want this mix your team up, I think Brandon Ayuk is an okay drop at this point in fantasy. All right, next up is Allen Robinson. Literally, Allen Robinson, you can drop. on just, He's just not doing it there for this Rams team at this point. You can probably just drop him at this point. Uh, I mean, he's got one game over 30 yards this season here now. Not a single game over six targets. You can drop him at this point. I'd rather let someone else deal with the headache with him. Uh, Next up is Bob Woods. Bob Woods is pretty far down on the wide receiver rankings list at this point as well. I wouldn't drop him just yet because he's kind of still acting as the wide receiver one uh, on this Tennessee Titans team that doesn't obviously throw the ball a lot. I mean, you have Traylon Burks out for a few weeks. I'd want to keep him on the bench for now and see maybe after their bye week they try to get the offense you know, get actually get Bob Woods more involved in the offense. That's the kind of way I, I would ho- kind of hold on to Bob Woods just for now. And then, of course, DJ Moore is last on this list here. DJ Moore is sitting at like, I think it was like wide receiver 45 or something like that at the point of the season so far. And again, he's had just no games over 60 yards, four games over 40 yards and one touchdown on the season. Again, I wouldn't just cut him yet because I'm hoping there's some something will come up in the second half of the season. Maybe the new offense We'll get things going. Uh, they something has to change here. Usually, when there's a QB, a QB, a head coach firing, usually they try to get their star players very involved in the game. So maybe that's the best way to do about this and hold on, to DJ Moore. I wouldn't cut him just yet, but he's getting close. All right, so that is our keep and cut from this week, guys. On to the next one, and we are on to last week's waiver wires. So let's just quickly go over how we did last week. For me, I had Josh Reynolds, Geno Smith, and Daniel Bellinger all did pretty well for their respective positions, obviously. Tyler Algier and Mike Boom, okay outings, not really that great, but they seem to have possible long-term value for the rest of the season, so that could be a win. Coach Jibs had George Pickens and Geno Smith, obviously both big games with a win. He also had Tyler Algier and Mike Boom. Tyler Conklin was his only dud. We'll see if Tyler Conklin can kind of bounce back. He hasn't really done too much with Zach Wilson at quarterback. Coach John had Josh Reynolds. And uh, Deion Jackson, who will both wins this week, Tyler Algier as well. Again, okay situation. And again, 
this is still a good play, but you know, Jared Goff had a bad week, and of course, so did Corey Davis. Both, I think, possibly could rebound for your for your fantasy season. So just so you guys know of that. All right. Over to the top five waiver wire pickups for week six, guys. All right. I hope I put in week six. I don't know what I wrote in the show notes. I wrote week five. So it's week six. I apologize about that. <laughs> so it is for week six, guys. It is week six. Of course, I didn't edit that in time. I can't do it now. So it is what it is. People are probably aren't tuning in because of that, but that's okay. All right. So this week we have bye weeks finally, guys. This is where the season changes. This is another level of this fantasy season where the bye weeks are important and see how well your depth is. First off, the Tennessee Titans on bye. Houston Texans are on bye. Detroit Lions are on bye. And the Las Vegas Raiders are all on bye this week. So those are your bye week teams. Plan accordingly for your fantasy teams this coming week. All right, so for my top five overall, guys, I'm cheating a little bit because we always do under 40% ownership. Kenneth Walker is at 43% ownership, and he no doubt should be the number one pickup this coming week for your fantasy lineups here now. Um, now, the only thing about hit, about Kenneth Walker is that, again, he hasn't really done much. And if it, Rashad Penny didn't go down, he I don't know if Walker was taking any real carries from Rashad Penny at this exact moment in fantasy. So that's the one thing that concerns me is that he really wasn't doing anything to say, oh, we need to get him on the field more. So I'm hoping that uh, that that's not the case and he should get better as you as the season goes on. So Kenneth Walker absolutely needs to be your number one pickup again. He didn't have the greatest game, even though on paper it should that he had a great game. But he had one carry for like 60 yards and a touchdown. And the rest of it was just eight carries for 20 yards. Not great. And he didn't get any receiving work in. So I wouldn't go over the top with him, but I definitely want to put a somewhat of a vab. I definitely want to take some time to grab this guy if I can. I'm, I'm thinking like 20, 25% of your fab if you play fab. I'm definitely using a waiver wire priority if you're looking for an RB because he could end up seeing 15 carries a game, and maybe he does get more work in the receiving game. You know, three to four targets a game is real possible for Kenneth Walker still. So even if so, he's definitely the number one pickup. And I wouldn't overuse your fab, but if you're looking for an RB – He's definitely going to be a starting RB for this team for the rest of the season. So worth it, but don't overbuy into it, I think, still. All right. My number two guy is Ito Benjamin right now. And this could change by tomorrow or Wednesday, depending on how the news is with James Conner. He obviously left with a rib injury. That could be something that keeps him out for a few weeks, maybe. Uh, Darrell Williams also went down, so he could be on the shelf for a little bit. It wasn't the injury, so those could be more serious. But Ito Benjamin did very well, <clears throat> did very well for himself this past week. Uh Put up a pretty solid outing overall. I mean, he, he had a touchdown. He had three catches for 28 yards, ran three yards a carry. Not great, but uh, if he's able to see more work in this offense, it's potentially better for this Cardinals offense. They do play Seattle, who are a team who's very bad against running backs. Edo Benjamin could have himself a really strong outing this week, potentially. Uh, next up for me is Geno Smith at this point. Geno Smith has to be picked up in terms of QB situations. Whether or not you're looking for whatever QB you are, maybe you already have a top-tier quarterback. He's a great backup to have. And if you're looking for a quarterback still, Geno Smith needs to be picked up. He's only owned in like 45, 35% of leagues right now. And he definitely needs to be on your team at this point. He has been putting up big numbers all the entire season so far. And this week was a true test because I didn't trust him still. I was like, you know what? I need to see that because he only played with Denver was a decent matchup. It was so, so whatever. Atlanta was a bad, a good matchup for him. Detroit was a good matchup for him. New Orleans was the first real test because he played bad against San Fran. New Orleans 
He had 300 yards, 268 yards and three touchdowns. He had a fantastic fantasy day. And with the Cardinals, the Chargers, the Giants, and the Cardinals again, he has a real opportunity to have a really good first half of the season here. So I'd be looking to pick him up now. If you don't like your quarterback situation, I'd be looking for that as well. So, all right. Next up, Taysom Hill. And now Taysom Hill is wild, guys. Taysom Hill, I don't know what to do with Taysom Hill at this point, honestly. Uh, I mean... If you look, if you don't have um, at this point, if you don't have one of the three, top five tight ends in the game right now, Taysom Hill needs to be on your roster because I trust Taysom Hill to do something with the ball more times than not. Now, is he going to have one of the most magical seasons ever? Probably not, but there's potentially there, honestly, because this offense doesn't have weapons that are healthy right now, and Taysom Hill is being used in that matter right now. So I would be picking up Taysom Hill, leave him on your bench, and if you don't like your tight ends matchup this week, I'd rather take the risk of what Taysom Hill potentially has to offer you than take the six or seven points you get from Cole Komet, Irv Smith, on a week-to-week basis right now. And that's the way I kind of see it. Again, it's a, it's a high risk, but it could be really high reward for your fantasy team. If you had your tight end put up 33 fantasy points this past week, that's when you know, like, damn, like I have an opportunity here. So he's got to be a pick top pickup right now. And my last one is Jalen Warren. Now, Jalen Warren was a pickup, a hot pickup a couple weeks ago when Najee was kind of injured. And again, this game might not be showing the true statue of the situation because obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers were down a lot to the Buffalo Bills. But it just looked that Jalen Warren was a better running back right now. And he is also involved in the passing game, which is really interesting. So with maybe Kenny Pickett there, he might want to dump the ball off a little bit more early on because he's trying to get out of bad situations. Or the offense might be built around trying to get them off these kind of situations. Najee Harris has not ran well all season. Just one game over four yards to carry at this point. Uh, Jalen Warren with limited work has gone over four yards to carry each of the last three games now at this point. It'd be interesting to see if they get him more involved and maybe he should be picked up as a, you know, handcuff backup option right now, a bench spot if you can. If you can. Uh, but I'd be interested for it, so... Just want to throw him out there as my top fifth, my fifth top five player to pick up this week. So again, he's not going to probably help you out this week, but maybe season long he's worth picking up still overall. So, all right. So on to the final part of the night, guys. Again, if you have any fancy questions, just throw them in the chat here. Whatever. Um, we have the not top five positional, the positional waivers here now. And to me, this is me really just breaking down the rest of your waiver wire pickups at this point and getting you different options here. Like I said, Geno Smith, I already mentioned him as the top quarterback I like, but Jimmy G has a pretty solid matchup this week as well. Justin Fields has a favorable matchup as well. He played better finally. Again, hard to trust him still, but these guys that are still very much available in probably most of your fantasy leagues, obviously you're talking redraft at this point. In terms of running backs, obviously Kenneth Walker was my top guy. Ido Benjamin was one of my top guys, and obviously Jalen Warren I really like for hopefully the rest of the season. Uh, obviously, if Brian Robbins is sitting out there, he's over 53% owned, but probably should be picked up. Was limited today, but saw nine targets. Starting line carry still, definitely worth the pickup. Uh, next up, I mean, some guys that I, I really want to stash are like Isaiah Pacheco. He's a guy I really want to stash right now. I think he has a big game coming to him eventually at some point. Gus Edwards is a guy I really want to stash right now. Uh, Richard White is another guy I really want to stash right now. He's obviously being very worked into this passing game. And obviously, if something happens to Leonard Fournette, I think he's the guy to take over for sure. So he's another guy I want to take on. Uh, some other guys for depth pieces. Um, maybe this week, we don't know what's up with Jonathan Taylor just yet, but Deion Jackson could get another look. And he played very well. He actually did very well in in relief, not relief, in replacement of 
uh, Naeem Hines. Uh, Tevin Coleman, he had two touchdowns this past week. I don't know if he, how involved he's going to stay in this 49ers offense, but there's potential with him. Uh, DJ Dallas from the Seattle Seahawks. Obviously, they need more running backs than just Kenneth Walker. DJ Dallas might end up seeing some work in this offense. Uh, Drontel Hilliard seems to be healthy once again. He's been worked in the passing game very often. And obviously, Mike Boom, he was a guy last week. Definitely someone to be considering. Maybe he played kind of better than looked like Marvin Gordon did. And then Tyler Algier, again, only 51% owned, but obviously if he's out there, if you're still looking for a week-to-week RB2, low-end RB2, potential's there. All right, so for wide receivers, uh, some guys are like under the 50% range, but not under the 40. You know, Jacoby Myers and Michael Gallup probably both should be picked up right now and just held on to your rosters as nice bench pieces. Uh, Myers might be more of a flexible PL guy right now. Uh, in terms of everyone else, um, Alec Pierce is probably my biggest pickup that's probably highly available. He saw A for 80 this past week. I think his involvement in the offense is going to increase as the season goes on. Uh, and obviously everyone's focused on Michael Pittman in the run game. So uh, Khaled Shakir might be a pickup. If uh, Zayam McKenzie is out another week, he's in the concussion protocol. Again, McKenzie could be also a pickup as well, but he saw you know five, seven targets uh, for 70 yards and a touchdown. Pretty solid day from him. Devin DuVernay, if uh uh, Rashad Bateman is out for more weeks. We'll see how that works. But he was the big producer as the number two guy in this offense for the Baltimore Ravens. Josh Palmer, of course, Nico Collins, uh, Sky Moore. I've seen his snap count increase each and every single week. So maybe at some point we're going to see the, the Sky Moore show at some point for the Kansas City team. Jameson Williams, also a guy who's still on the IR pump list, is a guy that I'd still be looking to pick up and maybe throw in an IR spot if you have it. Uh, Josh Reynolds, he's on a buy though, but uh, if he still continues to see work. He's two weeks. He was really good. I know it was mostly because St. Brown wasn't there, but if he gets that opportunity again, at some point, maybe could be really good. And everyone, everyone might be asking about uh, Nami Brown from the Washington commanders. I'm not really buying that yet. I only saw four targets in two big games. And I think one was like a 90 some yard touchdown. So I'm not buying that yet. I want to see it again, do it again and be at least consistent with it this time. Don't be uber efficient with it. That's, that's my big thing. Don't be uber efficient. All in one game. Show it to me again next week. See, I think they're they have a tough matchup. So let's see if he does it again. If he doesn't, then you know it's not worth the pickup, and you should just let it, someone else take that fab from you. So, all right. And then finally, last but not least, here the tight ends. Taysom Hill, uh, obviously, it was my number one big guy to pick up in terms of tight ends. Hayden Hurst has been really solid this season. So if you want more of a consistent, maybe a little bit better than just five or six points, Taysom Hill, uh, Hayden Hurst might give you eight to nine to ten points on a week to week basis. Evan Ingram is that six-guy range there, of course. Uh, he saw good work this week, six for 60. Uh, Daniel Bellinger, they need weapons there in New York, and they were f- somehow they're 4-1, and one, and Bellinger did get a touchdown this week. He's been pretty productive, touchdowns in back-to-back weeks. I'd be looking to pick him up. Uh, John Bates, if Logan Thomas is to miss another game here, Logan Thomas could be a pickup too. He was 3-for-30 this past week with Logan Thomas out. Cole Komet, you know, he's, he's looking a little bit better on the offense. I don't know how much I trust it. Robert Tunyon, 33% own. I mean, just a guy. Um, Eric uh, Strubert uh, from the Denver Broncos. Uh, it seems like Abado is just not involved in this this Denver offense whatsoever. And he's seen uh, 12 targets over the last two weeks now, Eric uh, Strubert. So maybe at some point he's the guy who ends up doing the tight end work for this team here. Again, also Russell Wilson is dealing with something too. So keep that in mind this week here. I know he's dealing with an injury of his own right now. So we're going to... Watch that as the week goes on. Maybe we'll have more information on Thursday for you guys. So 
yeah, that is going to wrap up our waiver wire show today, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I apologize if it says week five, it should say week six now. Uh, that's my fault. I'm, I'm doing a lot of things. They got a lot of things going on. So I just kind of rushed uh, putting the actual presentation together today. So I apologize, but we will be back in full control on Thursday, guys. Hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of your week five. As always, please go to check out our website at www.thefantasycoaches.com. And please go check out our uh, you know, Twitter page at Coaches Fantasy for all of our update and content announcements and any other thing else as well out there. So uh, check that out for us as well. And as always, give us a follow, guys, over on you know Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, whatever it may be, guys. We're just trying to help you guys win championships. That's what we're here for. Hopefully this waiver wire segment was good for you guys. We'll be back on Thursday, guys, doing more starting sits. So thanks again, guys. The bag is not far-fetched We got a couple of clock hands I've been feeling super duper How the heck they know the future Come with me, don't be a loser Grass is green like pooper scoopers Clueless analysts don't do the half of this In fact, I'm backing this by asking If y'all remember that tough act Interacting, shh, like boom Running like zoom, the highest and mightiest Entered the room, high off the knowledge I'm feeling the fumes, all players cover this Nuts is legumes, opponents are doomed And these are the facts, I keep it 100 like I'm running track Listen up jack i'ma head back back to the blowing that blowing that blowing that go